right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig. And we'll have plenty to talk about today. Um, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. uh, as we were discussing right before we hit the record button, uh, a lot happened in the football universe the day we released last week's episode. So you've got uh, plenty of things to talk about, but before the sports talk and before all that jazz, we got to do the, did you know segment? Yep. So I think, did you go last time or did I go last time? Uh, I'm not sure. All right. Well, I've got one. So we'll try to remember that you're going next time. Okay. I can't remember who won last time, but right, let's do it. So we're going back to the uh, world of the cinema and we're going back just a few years. And so for this week's, did you know, I, I actually had heard this before, so it might not be as unknown as some of the, did you knows that we've done, but did you know that the first American film to show a toilet being flushed on screen was Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho? <laughs> really? Yeah. Anything in it? I don't Hope think not. so. I, I don't think they really like showed the toilet flushing like in the toilet bowl. I think it was just like the first time it was on screen that somebody actually flushed a toilet. Plus it's black and white. Yeah. Film. So yeah. Wow. Interesting, man. That's quite it's kind of hard to believe, isn't it? Then again, probably not a lot of movies back then. You know, we're talking about black and white film. Yeah. They had, you know, shots of a bathroom. Yeah, exactly. And then I remember um I'll I'll have to find this one out just to share it sometime. But then there was a whole thing about like the first time that a uh, couple was shown in bed mm-hmm. on on TV or in a movie or something because, you know, those first early on ones never showed it. And then even when they f- started showing people in the bedroom, it was like I Love Lucy where they both had their own bed or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But if you think about it, there probably is some toilet scenes in the background. But, yeah, actual toilet flushing. Yeah. Maybe it did something to the sound back then. Maybe the sound wasn't as great, but I'm not exactly sure why you'd have a flushing toilet. I'm kind of wondering if it maybe it was one of those things where it was just like considered, you know, yeah, unclean or, yeah. you know, not loud, a little loud, a little loud, not, not proper yeah. to put on the screen. Yeah. So. I mean, and then you go, you know, flash forward to the future and you have movies like Dumb and Dumber and yeah, yeah, like you actually have farting all over the place. And <laughs> but things have, we have advanced in the cinema a long ways. We have made yeah, great well, advancements. Well, now they just call it toilet humor. How about oh, yeah. that? Yep. Now it's just toilet films and toilet humor. So, yeah, we've come full circle on this. So, yeah, crazy. So there you go. Yeah. That one, I, I feel like that one could possibly come up in like a trivia night game or something like that. Cause like I said, I, I've, I've heard, I feel like I've heard that one before, but yeah. So interesting. Yeah. But, uh, on to the football talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it happens sometimes for better. It happens sometimes for worse. Sometimes last, worse, right? Yeah. And last week we just kind of missed out. I mean, it happens because uh, bad timing, man. Eh, it, eh, it's not that of the world, but yeah, we could have had a much interesting episode last week if yeah. uh, we had waited one more day because the following day when we re- released our episode, the news broke that Urban Meyer had officially retired uh, again, um, this time from Ohio State, and that uh, Day, I'm blanking on his first name now, 
um ryan day yeah thank you uh is taking over head coach responsibilities so a lot to unpack from that because a lot of people were anticipating or there was a lot of speculation this might be his last year considering how things began at the beginning of the year and essentially you could have looked at it as you know ryan day essentially interviewed for the job by having to coach the first three games well he coached the first game solo the second two games urban meyer just couldn't coach at the game for whatever that's worth right yeah so uh, i guess to start off craig were you surprised by this um well it's a little interesting because you know they're Sometimes we get in insiders. We have people that might tell us, and you know, there are times we'll wait and on certain things like that because you know we, we're not in the breaking news business. Because if you're wrong, you really look stupid, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we don't. You and I don't do stuff like that. But am I surprised? No, because um, I think the only thing was is I thought maybe the possibility of him having one more year was kind of floating out there. And I said, yeah, I could probably see that. But, but to me, I'm not really surprised because if you look at it, I think a lot of Buckeyes kind of knew it too, because it looked like that he did at times have health problems on the sidelines. It looked like he was kind of, uh, you know, a little bit more animated on the sidelines as far as like, not like winning. It looked like more of like, he get really frustrated and he was in pain. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what's going on with him health wise. Um, but if he is, obviously I hope he gets better, but, um, no, I wasn't really too surprised. I think I was surprised that it happened so quickly. I thought maybe he would do it after the bowl game, but, uh, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I've got my feelings about it. If that's what you're asking, I think I got, I've got my own opinions on it. If, if you want to know about it, um, to me, it's just, you saw, did you see, you saw him or did you hear him at when he was speaking afterwards and why he retiring and things like that? Did you see the retirement and why he, you know, they, uh, the athletic director changed the reins over to Ryan day. You, did you hear that and all that? No, I actually didn't watch it. I read it, but I didn't watch it. it. I didn't watch it, but I heard it. I heard the whole thing. And to me, it's a little suspect to me because, yeah, if it's health, okay, fine. You know, I'll give them that. But to me, it's just, you're retiring 82 and nine. <laughs> That's crazy numbers, isn't it, for being a Buckeyes coach? That's probably one of the best coaching careers we'll probably ever see, ever, maybe in college football. It might happen, but he is like, what, 90%? <laughs> win percentage and 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 he gets a national championship too with that and it's crazy how much success he's had and he's such a dang good coach he's he's an elite coach but to kind of go out he always had he almost had like a minute speech and it's a retirement speech and it was so mundane it was so um lifeless in a way to me it seemed to me that urban meyer was saying okay i've had enough of uh Ohio State because I don't think the leadership that's in charge had my back when the whole Zach Smith thing fell through, and I think he's fed up for, with it. I think he's he's pissed that that didn't happen. I, don't, I think he's mad that that whole charade that went on. I don't think he was happy he got suspended for a couple of days from playing, and I think he's just mad at the whole year and what's going on at the leadership role. And to me. My opinion is I think he'll be back to coaching. A lot of people say he's not. Some do, some don't. But my opinion is just based on what I heard was I think he's ready to move on. (laughs) So it might not be this year or even maybe next year, maybe 2020. But I don't think he's done coaching. So, Yeah, get the hot take. Not done coaching. There it is. Yeah, well, I was, uh, yeah, I was basically going for like, did any of it in any way surprise you? And uh, you, uh, you mentioned that the, I don't, I, I don't think he's gonna coach again. I just, I mean, I, I don't, 
unless the health stuff was total BS. Right. I don't really see how he could. Um, I mean, remember the health thing was the same thing at Florida too. So yeah, but this, I mean, I didn't, of course, since he wasn't in the Big Ten and everything, follow him as closely. But he didn't right. have episodes like he did. Yeah. With what's currently going on or recently going on, so uh, if it if it's really health stuff, I don't really see him coaching again. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you know, this is personal opinion. And the thing that surprised me, and it kind of ties into what you were saying, was just that it was kind of quick. It didn't, it, it leads me to believe that people at Ohio state and, or the team knew about this. Yeah. In a, like in advance, as in like, potentially before they played Michigan advance mm-hmm. because it, it was so nonchalant. Like, yeah. And I, I saw some of it and I saw a lot of comments about what was said and how short it was. And it's just like, that's, that's not how somebody goes, especially when it's, you know, technically, technically on good terms, like right. he's not, he's not being forced to retire because of certain sanctions or anything like that. And he's not getting kicked out because he's losing or anything like that. He's supposedly leaving because of medical reasons. And it was just like, uh, no big deal. I don't really have much to say. And you're there's of course, I mean, you know, he's going to say different things more directly to the team and everything, but it, yeah. Yeah, it, that that was a little weird, but the the weird another weird element to me was that well uh, another thing that adds to that thought process is the fact that they named Ryan Day the new coach. Right. Because there was no search, there was no you know, yeah, looking around. It was just kind of like urban's out days in. <laughs> right. Right. I know. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, so there had to, like you're saying, if there's no search, then that you're right. The process had to have been going on throughout the year, right? Yeah. Ohio State's not. Yeah, exactly. Ohio State's not State stupid. Do, no, they're not stupid. They're not going to go. Oh yeah, by the way, Ryan Day's a coach, and Urban Meyer's going to go. Oh okay, overnight. Yeah, <laughs> going to happen. So this was like you're saying, ongoing throughout probably the year. So yeah, I would, I would think to me. Urban's exit out of there was right after the whole shenanigan thing. It, it's about about the time, don't you think? Months, it was like months ago, months and months ago, actually, that you know, it this all could have went down where he's like, you know what, you don't have my back, I'm out of here. So yeah, it's kind of it, yeah, that's an interesting thing too, where it's just like, why did they hold on to him? Right. Right. Well, my thing is this, if you're saying if it's happening in the beginning of the year, then why would he say, why would he agree to have three days suspension? Was it three to four days, right? Three to four days. But, um, and then he's retiring. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It it, it all, yeah. It all kind of looks weird now. And honestly, like stepping back, I'm trying to make sense of it, but I'm not entirely sure. But from Ohio state side with the whole, cloud of everything that urban Meyer did other than well okay I mean I guess if if you think about it and break it down it seemed like practically everyone on Ohio State side wanted to keep urban Meyer so if they got rid of him right when the scandal or when the scandal when the stuff happened then the Ohio State fan base would have been pissed right so they played it out they played it through And they essentially found a plausible reason for him to step away from coaching with his health conditions. So I guess it does kind of make sense that they waited for it. And yeah. 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 Something something stinks. Well, cause they, it, it does go back and show because everything that the administration has done and said, and everything that urban Meyer has done and said throughout the whole season and everything has been to the fan base. Like he, they could care less about the victim stuff on how they've addressed things. They could care less about 
the media yeah. and everything like that. They did they did their bare minimum for everybody else, but for the fan base, they were you know above and beyond. Right. So I guess it, I guess it does kind of make sense where it's just like we're just going to care essentially about the fans' perspective, and so they kept Urban Meyer on. Whether it's true or not that it is really medical reasons that he's retiring, you know, he goes out in, you know, a positive light. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as you said, one of the best coaches, probably the best coach to ever coach for Ohio State or Michigan and having never lost the rival, 90% win. And Ryan Day steps in, which that, I mean, like we said, Ohio State's not stupid, so they had to look around. You can't, you can't go to some of their logical places that they may have turned to, like Tom Herman, right? Because right. first of all, one, he's—I mean, yeah, he's done some good stuff over the years, but then the whole Zach Smith debacle happened, including him. So they can't go there. They can't really promote. Uh, Ryan Day is the only one that makes sense to promote from within. But yeah, if you I'll hired from without, who would you hire? Right, right, exactly. And I'm guessing probably because he w- he went three and zero in the beginning of the season with the three day suspension from with Urban Meyer. So, and the and very fact maybe is su- the success that Ohio State had through through their offense and scoring. Their defense was kind of weak this year, but their offense seemed to be clicking all year. And I'm guessing that's probably why, uh, you know, I thought maybe Shiano would have been the guy at, at you know, maybe last year and things like that. But Ryan Day comes out and, you know, that's why you're seeing, you know, them put up big numbers and having Haskins there and stuff like that. So, yeah, this seems to be like you were just saying, this seems to be something that was going on ongoing throughout the year. Um, to me, I just think it was really to the point where, after that uh, press conference with the whole Zach Smith and the cover up with everything it seemed to be and the whole deleting of the uh, text messages and all kinds of problems. And I think to me, just my opinion, I think Urban Meyer was sick or really upset and pissed off at the leadership at the o- at OSU and and just said, look, you don't you ain't got my back. I'm out of here. And. I'll, we'll get we'll kind of ease Ryan Day Day into this, see how he does, and that's it. So. Yeah, and uh, I saw people point out too how emotional his wife was after the Michigan yeah. game. Now that you look at it, huh? How about that? Yeah, and yeah. so because I recall too, I mean, I can't say specifically how different it was, but it did seem vastly different than you know other wins that they had gotten. You know, you think back to 2016 and things like that. Um, yeah. So it, but you and I are like, you know, if he does have health problems, we wish him the best. We really do. I mean, I hate to presume anything. I'm I'm trying not to, but those things are a little fishy, I guess. That's just me. But you know, it's just happens to be this year that Urban Meyer's health problems have a problem. You know, and I don't know. It has to do with all this, you know, headaches that he's going through as far as any kind of trouble that happens at your university and you get blamed for it that's what sparks it but i don't know you know if he has it you know i i would say to him and just get better you know go get better and don't coach enjoy yourself go to a small college you know what i mean yeah you don't have to go to ohio state go to a smaller college and coach and have fun doing that you can go you can pretty much pick anywhere you want to go so yeah, I don't I don't really see him going anywhere. I, I I don't, but I mean who knows, we'll see. I can say this much. I would be absolutely shocked if he if he, if he went to the NFL. Right. Me yeah, that would be the one I would say I would be shocked too. I don't but. I I really don't see that happening. So but uh but yeah, I mean yeah, I, I I agree with the same thing that you said too, and we said it before a while back and everything. If it's really medical stuff, then it's just like, dude, you got to take care of that. I mean, yeah. if it's really as bad as you know that people are explaining and as it's seen and everything, that's that's not normal and that's not good. So, no. and yeah. of course, you know, Michigan. As much as we hated losing to him and everything, Michigan, uh, Michigan, the team, Michigan coaches, Michigan fans, ever everybody wanted to beat him. 
at least once. Right. And they thought it was going to be this year and it didn't pan out that way. So I know that some of them, uh, some people are happy that he's gone um, from that aspect, but from, yeah. Certainly helps. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, anytime you're going up against that guy, you know, 90%, you know, it's crazy. So yeah, he's fantastic coach. So you go 82 and nine at Ohio state. That's, that's crazy numbers right there, man. Yeah. So um, then that kind of goes into the talk that happened after that, you know. At, so after um, it <laughs> comes out that Urban Meyer is leaving, then it comes out. Shocker. <laughs> you know, uh, breaking news all over the point or, or all over the place that. Supposedly Jim Harbaugh is possibly trying to get out of Ann Arbor, which Sources. is, yeah, sources, which if you guys know where we're getting at, Chris Carter, former Ohio state football player on, I don't even know what show it is. He's on Fox news or something. Yeah. Okay. What, whatever it is. I, I don't even know. Yeah. He yeah. Ta- he's, he starts, you know, spreading crap. Uh, around because Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer has gone from Ohio State, and of course that's going to shake things up. And so he goes ahead and he does his own shaking, and he stirs <laughs> things up with saying that Jim, he's his sources are saying that Jim Harbaugh could possibly be trying to get out of Ann Arbor. And if that is the weakest information yeah. to come out of somebody's sources, that is so stupid. And after four <laughs> years that's still happening and that people could seriously be considering it. It's just, and coming from an Ohio state source is got to be one of the dumbest things that we've seen in a while. Oh yeah. And the very fact is, Oh, why wouldn't, or uh, why wouldn't Jim Harbaugh want to go? Uh, it's possible he could go to um, green Bay, want to coach green Bay or Cleveland because you got two uh, quarterbacks. You got Aaron Rodgers at one, which Jim Harbaugh would love to coach. And then you got a new guy in Baker Mayfield over at Cleveland, who's an up and you know coachable and perfect for Jim Harbaugh. And 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 then citing that he has sources that Jim Harbaugh possibly could go. And I just said, you know what? The timing on this was rich. I just laughed. I said. You couldn't pick a better time right when Urban Meyer's retiring and then this comes out. And oh, oh, yeah. Well, no, no, exactly. I mean, if Urban Meyer didn't retire, I bet he probably wouldn't say anything. No, no. Yeah, because there's no need to because somebody else is going to say something somewhere along the other lines. But then Chris Carter finds an opportunity to open his big mouth and just be like, possibly. Well, I could hear that possibly Chris Carter was going to quit his job next week. I mean, if you put possibly in front of anything, it's stupid. It's not even take. It's not, it's, it's not even opinion. No, no. That's just garbage. Like possibly the world could end tomorrow. Oh my gosh. I mean, when you got, this is probably, well, this isn't the first time that Jim Harbaugh's addressed this. You know, he did in 2016 with Chris Collins. We're talking about, you know, this is a, this is an effort by our our enemies. I think he's called them <laughs> coming from our enemies to get us. And I'm and then he re reiterated. I can't even say the word, but he even said that this is a choreographed message coming from this is coming that comes up at this time every year before signing day. It's people spreading messages to further their own personal agenda. In fact, there's Harbaugh saying this is an effort by the enemies or the people rivals, I guess you want to say to get recruits not to come to Michigan. This is exactly what it's for. And it's exactly what we see. And that's what we see Chris Carter doing because of the very fact that Urban Meyer leaving. He doesn't want the recruits leaving Ohio state. Yeah. Pretty odd. Yeah. And then there was a, well, I wouldn't say there's a direct result with that, but then there were, was, other stuff that happened later on that people might associate with that people associating with a lot of different possible reasons, but that with, uh, what happened with Dax Hill. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, and that's interesting. I, I, I think you said something or you retweeted somebody saying they had a pretty good grasp of it. And they said, how is it a guy like Chris Carter, who's really close to the program and urban Meyer and those players and the personnel there, how is it that all year round we're talking about oh, yeah. and the, and the, Zach Smith and everything that's going on, and then Chris Carter not knowing anything about what's going on with his own program. But yet, when it comes to Jim Harbaugh, he's got sources. <laughs> yep, all of a sudden he's an expert. All of a sudden they have inside information. <laughs> right. Yep. Which is great. I don't know who said it, but it's true. But it is exactly dead-on true. It's like when it comes to your own school, I don't know anything. But when it comes to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, oh, I've got sources. I've got people all over the place that's saying he's gone. So it's just, it's funny. Every yeah. year it goes through this and yeah. every year he's going to the NFL and every year it's doing it. And it's right before a kind of signing day and things like that's happening. So, yeah. And it's, it's old news. It's, I don't really know. I don't know if it had direct effects on right. Dax Hill um, yeah, the either. talk of Jim Harbaugh, people also, of course, throwing things out there about how the Ohio State game went um, and things like that. So, and people, you know, getting up in a riot because of what happened with Dax Hill. This is why I don't really get into recruiting that much. Like when, yeah. when it gets down to National Signing Day and things like that, and you, you're, you've got the people that you're expecting or when the players are going to be signing those letters mm-hmm. and everything, I pay attention to that. Yeah. Because, you know, once once that's signed and they make it official on that day and everything, you know, that's it. There's no more drama, no more nothing. Right. And uh, sure, it can be exciting when somebody verbally commits and everything, but that's why I don't really get into a whole lot because you never know. I mean, you just really honestly never know. And so people were uh, freaking out about it and it's... I mean, yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. But here, here's something that I kind of want to point out that I feel like people don't think about. And, of course, I'm going to say this, and it's going to make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but then the people who are the dumb ones probably won't hear it and probably wouldn't make sense of it anyways, even if they did hear it. But <laughs> people get so upset about what these kids essentially are doing. I mean, a young men when they get to college, however you want to classify it, but they're still teenagers. Yeah. What these teens are doing, 17, 18, 19, you know, in that range. And they change their minds. So, hey, guess what? Yeah. What if everything you were doing at and thinking at the age of 17, you couldn't change your mind? Right. right. Like, what if you, what if the decisions you did then you were locked in like completely? Imagine Imagine who you who you were dating at seventeen. You're locked Yeah, and you got committed, committed, hundred percent committed. Couldn't get out of it. Yep. You know, yep. you you might change your mind. There might be things that you get into some kind of a committed relationship, committed circumstance. I mean, heck, even when I went to college, I went to four different colleges in two years, and it yep. had nothing to do with sports. <laughs> right. It just happened. Yeah. So this, it, it'll happen. So, I mean, imagine that, you know, I had my relationships when I was in high school, when I was in college and everything. And if I was stuck committed to one of those, it would be ugly. Yeah. And that's what this was about. This is, this one hurts. I think because this one hurts the most because oh yeah, he's number one, he's number nine in the country. He's the number one safety in the country. And he, he has, we don't know, you know, he's a five star. We, we get the star thing. We understand that on the show and how big the impact that is at times we get it. Um, I don't know what he's going to be on the field, but what, from what I saw, he is unbelievable. He is that good at what he does. And to, for Michigan fans to lose a guy or a Michigan football team to lose a player, it could be a generational player like peppers or, you know, uh, he could change. You never know, but, uh, I don't know until he gets till we see him on the field. We just do not know. But um, but yeah, to lose a player like that is a big deal to Michigan, and it hurts. 
hurts me. He hurt me. I was like, oh man, that stinks. He's a, one of the best players probably in the country. And so to lose him, I think that's what Michigan fans are pissed off about. And, and that he was committed in, in September, I believe around that time. So yeah, yeah, that one's hurts, and I, yeah, I get what you're saying. It, it, to me, I'm like you. I, you know, I follow recruiting, but you know, I get to a point where I don't want to follow it because you know I get disappointed, I get upset sometimes, and I go, oh man, there goes another one. But look, I grew up in the '80s with Michigan football, and I remember not even knowing about this stuff at all, <laughs> and just who got on the field. I just knew it by the the morning paper. You would look at the paper and say oh yeah we got that guy so what <laughs> so you know I, I only saw what was produced on the field at that time so but now everybody's invested you got social media uh, players decommit all the time they do it via uh uh twitter they write an email and things like that and that's what happens i think the only thing is you know they writ dax hill did not give uh harbaugh and his staff a reason why which is kind of a lame thing to do so yeah but. no i i agree that it's disappointing i agree that that's kind of fishy kind of lame ish you know but i mean and then not. you know you got people out there dropping and you and i don't know but we certainly have a pretty good idea that you know you get colleges right now that seem to be floating out there they're paying players i i don't have it directly no but i know it's happening I, I mean, we know it's happening. We just don't know how it's happening. And I don't know if that's what happened to him. We don't know. I think you even said he could easily just change his mind and said, hey, I want to go to a school that's winning. You know, that could just be the thing. I want to go to Alabama because they win. And they do. They're winning again. They're in the playoffs again. They're going to, they might, they're more likely going to win again. So, and he wants to do that uh, and be on a team like that. So I don't know. I don't know if he got paid. That that's obviously floating around there, but uh, I know players that do get paid to come there. And it, to me, that's the thing. I, you know, when you get stuff like that floating around, I just it's an ethical thing. You know, it bugs me. But then again, if you want to be on the same playing field as these other schools, it's it's kind of tough. So yeah. It just looks something looks something's fishy. I'm always going, man. Something's out there. Something's odd about all this. It's, all these schools, these certain four to five schools, seem to be capitalizing on all these players, three to four or five stars each school, and then the rest they are all four stars. It's just the talent that they're getting is just it's crazy, man. So I I don't know if it'll ever crack down. Uh, if anybody will ever crack down on it. But my guess on when it would. <laughs> when Michigan does it? No. Well, <laughs> yeah. Either <laughs> when Michigan how, does it or when Nick, Sa- it. Right. When Nick Saban retires. Yes. Then that, it's that, like, oh, hey, guess what we found out? Yeah. I Someone asked me, they go, would you want to see Michigan do it? I said, if we did, we'd, they'd probably start cracking down. Yeah, <laughs> they go. Yeah, you're right. They would. And I'm going. It's totally true. It's it's. As soon as Michigan starts it up, they'll go. Yeah, we're gonna have to start cracking down on this stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna go. But they've been doing it for years. Yeah. Well, doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that is. I mean, it is what it is. Unfortunately, and who knows exactly to what extent. But yeah, there's always a mess with that. You you know if you see other if you see small places do it like. Old Miss and things like that. You know it's around. You know it's around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Old Miss did do it, and they got caught and got in trouble. So, but yeah, I know that's a good point. As you get, you know, teams like that, that's they're doing it. So, but yeah, we wish them luck. And you know what? It's time to move on. You got to move on to somebody else and see what you can get. And you know, there you go. That's recruiting for you. Yeah, it's ugly. Times it's great and ugly. And Chase Winovich kind of you know, said something about it on, uh, well, how Michigan's performance against Ohio state and things like that, you know, not that shouldn't deter recruits away and things of that nature. And something that I want to get here to, um, the direction I want to go here before the, we close the episode is, uh, he said it, that Michigan is, 
building something. I can't remember the exact quote, but they're like building something great or, you know, it's a building process. He specifically was using the term build or building. And I've thought this since Michigan lost to Ohio State, but I think that not just because of what Chase Winovich said, but I think it's more important. Uh, it's more and more important looking at and everything. Um, Michigan needs to win the bowl game this year. Yeah, no, I agree. No, that's a good. You do. It's absolutely right. They do. Yeah, because they're you're looking at it, and it that that's the thing that they say all the time, you know, it's building, we're progressing, we're getting better. Yes. Which is true, which we've seen a lot of, we saw the huge step backward last year, but if you want to keep preaching that and essentially want people to notice that you, you need to win the bowl game. Yeah. You got to win. Well, it's like, like you said, it's people start noticing even recruits and players and, People like that, they know what you did at the end of the year, right? You don't want to, you don't want to go out going, "Hey, we just got blown out by Ohio State. That was our last game we played, and then our bowl game where you lost." <laughs> so yeah, you had two losses. It doesn't look good for the program. Yeah, at they, all. yeah, they lost. Um. So this is going to be. They lost the past two years in the bowl games. FSU and then South Carolina. And so essentially need to put a kibosh on that streak, need to finish it, need to end it. They ha- uh, Michigan has advanced, built, moved forward with where they stand in the division, you know, going from two years being in third place in the East. And then they tied first in the East division this year, uh, First six conference wins, seven conference wins, skip last year because last year was, you know, obviously worse, but then eight this year. But we're looking at right now, Michigan sitting at another 10 win season. But, you know, if you're talking about building, you need and you're wanting to, you know, sell that you need to show it. And so another 10 and three season isn't really going to sell it. It really needs to be an 11-win season. Yeah, it does. Looks better. You're right. Get over that 10 mark, right? Yeah, it's an important game to win. So even, you know, Florida's a little bit better than they were a couple years ago and a year ago, too. You know, they're getting a little bit better because they have a different coach. So, Um, but yeah, they need to come out roaring and really put a whooping on Florida to look good to recruits and players and and just the whole overall Michigan year, like you're talking two bowl games you would have in a row that you've lost. So three, well, it'd be three. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Florida state, right? Yeah. Yeah. Florida state, South Carolina. And then if you lose this one, that would be three in a row. And it's just like, if you're talking about building, progressing, getting better, you just, you just can't, you can't do that. No, you can't allow that to happen three years in a row. And you can't, I don't think uh, allow it to be another just 10 win season. It's like, okay, yeah, you're building, you've shown improvement, but it's just like, you need to, you need to capitalize on as, as much as possible. Like if you, if you had won the big 10, if you'd be in Ohio state, if you had made it to the playoffs or whatever, or something like that, you know, those are marquee things, but this now you're just kind of essentially looking for something else that can pad the, uh, not necessarily the resume, but you know, pad your story, pad your pad your cell pitch. Yeah. So right. Yeah, I mean, that'll be your last game you have for a, quite a while. A while, and to end up losing like we did, like South Carolina, it was bad. Yeah. So, so yeah, you got to win it. So yeah, I th- I I think that's important for that to happen. So. I yep. mean, you sit back and you watch in, especially Michigan fans, you know, especially over the long years and everything, you, you see the improvement. But when you're trying to sell it to recruits and everything with all the stuff going on and everything, you know, I mean, these are some players that don't really know Michigan football before Jim Harbaugh. 
even right. potentially because, you know, I mean, if they, when they started high school, it was Jim Harbaugh's first year in college or back in college at Michigan. So yeah. that could be all that they know at Michigan is okay. Yeah. They get double digit wins, but they don't win the conference. They don't make it to the playoff and things. So in any positive spin, any step forward is going to be helpful is essentially what I'm getting at. So. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, obviously there'll be players and I'm, I believe there'll be some that are playing, but um, I think Jim Harbaugh even alluded to, there'll be a couple of players that won't be playing. So, yeah, there might be. He said that he was going to let them. Yeah. Decide. Yeah. Let, we'll let them announce it. Yeah. So maybe that's essentially kind of pinning on them and saying, Hey, if you're really going to do this, then you need to be the one to come out and say it. Yeah. And I'm sure you and I, we're going to talk about the bowl game soon. So, yeah, but yeah, I agree. It's important that you know after all this is shaken down with recruiting and recruits, you know, leaving and going on to other schools and decommitting. It, it, you know, you want to go out on a good note. So, and it's really, really important that Michigan ends on a high note. But you know, you know, and that's what I, I guess I want to say, Michigan fans. That's this is the ugly side of recruiting is you're going to get recruits that love Michigan for months and months, and then they go, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> they don't owe Michigan really anything." I mean, yeah, they to me, the Dax does, you know, the adult thing, mature thing would have probably would have been to let him know why, um, but he didn't, and does he need to? No kind of looks like a jerk move to do but you know he's a young kid he can do whatever he wants so we can't stop it you know there's nothing we can do you can't you know i'm not going to tweet at him i'm not going to even bring him up you know i'll bring him up you know but i'm not going to tweet at him Uh, you know that's his decision but um yeah it stinks to lose a player like that good yeah well uh I think that can kind of wrap it up. I know that we've got uh, plenty more to talk about next week. I mean, we've got full stuff coming up and things like that, and there are other topics and stuff, and there's still going to be a week's worth of time to see if anything else comes up. So, Yeah, there's always something, isn't there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Always something happening in the world of college football and usually something going on at the University of Michigan. So Always. Yep, we're a lightning rod for a lot of people, man. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh we do thank you, know, you guys. You oh, hold on. You didn't? Did you go to Michigan? Michigan though? What? What? Did you go to college at Michigan? I live in the state of Michigan. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> did you? Go I to live co- in the greatest state in the greatest right. country, the whole entire yeah. freaking did world, and I have the freedom to do whatever I want and root for who I want to. <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously, if you didn't go to Michigan, you can't root for them. So. Yeah. No, it's it's the biggest <laughs> crock of crap because, uh, yeah. y- you know, what I kind of realized why uh, part of the reason why they probably do that is because nobody who didn't go to state wants to root for state. <laughs> right. Har- hardly at all. I mean, there, there were some people True. that I went to that went to high school with uh, like all the people that was the thing too. Here's, here's another thing too. It's just like, it's are people dense that go to state because <laughs> do they not remember when they grew up, when they grew up with me, it was a huge feud on. You had to pick a side. You right. are talking to a 10 year old, 10 year old kids are hanging out on a Saturday when there's football games going on and everything, and you have to pick a side. Like I remember, like I was hounded for a couple of years because I did not, I'm not from really a sports family and I did not grow up on football. I grew up on basketball. Right. And I was hounded. You have to pick it. You have to be Michigan state or you have to be Michigan. Well, if you can't pick, if you didn't go to the school or don't have any tie, then why the heck is that an, even an option? Like what's the big deal? Yeah. No, it, it, it was something they drew the line in the sand and either said you're on one side or the other. And you pick and you picked things like that when you were like ten or twelve years old. And you're so like, if I didn't go to college by the time I was twelve, right? I didn't know where I was going to go. And even then, guess what? 
in six years, I could have changed my mind. Oh my gosh. So no, it's the, it's the dumbest argument. State has no one that they can brag about that is outside their alumni base that actually roots for them. I mean, maybe the one thing that I've seen is what like kid rock roots for state sometimes or something like that. Maybe, but then you look at Michigan and these other ones and they get super jealous, little brother syndrome, whatever you want to call it, because yeah. you get, you get all these celebrities that will like Michigan. I mean, you have, you've had Russell Crowe come in and yeah. talk with the team. You have, uh, who, who are some of the ones that you see at, I feel like Lakers games and they're wearing some Michigan hats. Is it, is it, uh, um, yeah. Jack Nicholson or is it, um, Leonardo DiCaprio or maybe both of them. I don't know. Right. Um, but I feel like one of them out there and then you've got, you got these different celebrities that are root for Michigan or wear Michigan gear and different stuff like that. And it's just like, maybe your school sucks and nobody wants to root for you. That's not our fault. That's not like Michigan's yeah. fault or anything. It's just, I think he was, I think, you know, if you go to Barstool Spartans, they, I think he threw that out there because Michigan's got the biggest fan base in the country. And a lot of them are Michigan fans who never went to Michigan. That's basically where he came from with that. And I went, well, so what, you know, and I, I, I was born in Pontiac, you know, on one side of East Lansing and I was born in Pontiac and then I got whisked away to uh, Missouri and guess what? I, I was like in Missouri on a Saturday watching Michigan play because I, I thought when I was born, that's where I need to root for them. And on that side of the tracks, I'm thinking Michigan was my team. And you got to think about it. There was like three channels back then. And the only, the only team that would be on on Saturday that I could root for that I loved was Michigan. They never had Michigan state on there. Only Michigan was playing Michigan state. You remember that? It was like three channels on a Saturday, they want to make sure they get the most fan bit, you know, the most uh, people watching football and Michigan would be playing and I'd be rooting for them. So it was since I was a little boy. So, yeah. Did I go there? No. Have I rooted for Michigan since I was a little kid and I'm 50 now? Yeah. Sorry. It's not going to stop. So, yeah. Well, the only time anybody puts parameters on things like that are when they're desperate. Yeah. All right. Which wet tweet was. Yeah. It's just. Desperate, stupid, looking for attention. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you. So what? So you're going to tell me that when they run into people wearing Michigan state gear and they say, Oh, did you go to Michigan state? And they say, Oh no, I didn't. Oh, did one of your, somebody in your family go to Michigan state? Oh no, they didn't. So you're going to tell me that they're going to put their finger in their face and say, you're Walmart Spartan. <laughs> Right. You're you're gonna really tell me that that's actually happened? No, they're not gonna care because they're like, yeah, you're rooting for my team. You're awesome. You're great. Go ahead, do it every single freaking day. Yeah, I had a parent I was at a thing with, and she said they said uh, actually he and she said, man, we put both our kids into uh, um, Michigan. We paid for it all, and they go, we'll root for whoever we want. I went, yes, you do. That's <laughs> a lot of money. So and they go, we're rooting for Michigan because we sent them there. I'm like, yep, there you go. So, yeah. yeah. And just, and just because somebody's closer to it doesn't, doesn't make a bit of difference really. Nah. I mean like what, so somebody who didn't go to college, like some of the world's most successful people who didn't go to college, who like at, when they were done with high school, they just went off and like started a career. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly the backstories and everything, but um, maybe Mark Cuban or right. um, Elon. I, I don't know. I don't know anybody's backstory, but there are those big successful people out there who didn't go to college. So what you're telling me is that they didn't go to college. So they can't watch college football. <laughs> like they are not allowed to watch any college football and root for anybody because if they do, then they're not a real fan. <laughs> right. Right. Or if somebody went to a division two college, that they're not allowed to watch division one football. No. Yeah. And I went to our college. So where does that leave me and graduated from that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, it just, yeah, we don't no. have a football team. Yeah, <laughs> our colleges it, don't have football teams too bad. And you went to, well, you went to one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it's just like it, the, the conversation, they, they just like, 
ruffling feathers. They just like seeming relevant. They just like trying to have some kind of edge. They know that they have fans like that too. They know it, but they just don't, they, they know that of course there are more with Michigan, the Michigan fan base. And so they can uh, get at it and everything. So good for them. Wow. We, what, what does that prove? Does that prove that you have a better program or that you have, I feel sorry for him. Like one of the red box goal. So, yeah, well, whatever. I mean, whatever yeah. makes him happy, I guess. I mean, if you guys want to feel good about, you know, caring about who went to, to, or did not go to a college, yeah. Boy. rather than caring about your own school. And well, I'd tell you, man, it sure knocked down the revenue. Yeah. The money it brings in. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe yeah. they're just upset about it because they can't even get their own students to show up to games. <laughs> that's true too, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So so you have the only reason you can go to you can be a fan is because you went to that school, but then when they look take a hard look at their own strict fan base of students and people who actually attended there, they don't even show up to the games. Right. Against Rutgers, they had a like Two bucks against ha- against like half the teams this season. Their student section looked like a sorry pile of crap. Yeah, yeah. They had people that weren't even going to go because it's too cold. Yeah. You never hear a Michigan fan do that. Um, yeah. Good. Good for them. Yay. Yeah, they feel better about themselves. I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, I so hang out something in you. Yeah, but good for them. Um, Keep fans, so yeah, don't stop you. All right, well, enough. Uh, enough of that. Yeah, blah blah garbage, whatever. But that'll be enough for us. We always thank you guys for hanging out with us each week. We hope you guys have a good week as we're heading into the holiday season. Drive safe, and we'll finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.